Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Third and one, shotgun, snap is back. Prescott throws it out right, caught by Schultz for a first down. And clock is running. Oh, they're not giving yeah. him the out of bounds. The clock's running at the 24. Good Lord. Dallas Cowboy brain farts. Just the smallest details in the biggest moments, they always seem to butcher it. Brad and Babe with the call. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Belt here with star up, star down as the Cowboys get eliminated. This is Dalton Schultz twice as they're backing off and giving you some easy yardage to try to get in Hail Mary range. And Dalton Schultz doesn't realize the forward progress rule going out of bounds. As soon as he got hit, I knew the clock was going to continue to run. As soon as he got hit. I hate that, by the way. I'm like, if you're out of bounds, the clock should always stop. I'm not crying and bitching because it happened to the Cowboys. Just in general, like, I got to go out of bounds moving forward versus moving backwards. But Dalton Schultz lightens up. Too cool number one. Too cool play number one. Lightens up. Allows the 49er defender to knock him backwards so the clock continues to run. And then too cool play number two does not get a second foot down. Oh, that, yeah, that's the one. that That's the egregious one. The, the, the first one. The ball was at your 24-yard line instead of the 39-yard yeah. line after he didn't get both feet it down. It puts you in a position to throw a Hail Mary. I mean, you can, you, you know, Dak can make that throw. Um, yeah, like that. that's the egregious one. Like when, when, when a guy gets hit out of bounds and his progress goes backwards, I don't always blame the player, the the, the, the ball carrier on that one. Yeah. Um, because you know, sometimes you just get hit. Sometimes you get hit in the right spot, right? My problem, but my problem with that, my, my problem with that, and this is a very, it's a small detail, but it cost them. He he clearly pulled up, like he clearly pulled up yeah. with the defender there, and that allowed his momentum to get pushed backwards, and the referee kept the clock going, but not having the second foot down. The second foot is is inexcusable. Like like that's it's such a lazy play. You could easily easily make that. And get that second foot down. Easily done it. Now Dude, I get it. He thought that the foot was down when he caught the ball, right? The back foot. And then he just kept running. He wanted to get out of bounds as quickly as possible. I get it. But you got to be more aware. He just looks so nonchalant sometimes. And that's what that's what infuriates me when you just look nonchalant while doing it. And again, the ball is at your 24 instead of the 39-yard line. And that set, sets up whatever that was. With maybe Zeke Elliott's final play as a Cowboy getting blasted and put on his rear end as he's playing center before Turpin catches it and immediately gets buried. You didn't even get a lateral off. You didn't even get one lateral off 
at the end of that. No, Not this, that you were going to score anyway. Sorry. This is like how they got cued at the end of uh, the Buccaneers game in the opener last year. Remember that weird play they ran there where Micah was on the offensive line and Vander Esch, and they ran this weird, like, okay, snap the ball, start running, and we'll just, you know, pitch it. Steve Smith eliminated Kellen Moore from Panther consideration after that play. He goes, <laughs> we interviewed this dude, cancel it. I mean, well, cancel <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know what else you want. I mean, they didn't have much to do with that. That was an awful play. Oh, well, you know, the other thing, you know, Dalton Schultz is clearly a spy. He's uh, you know, he's a, he's a, he's got to be a Niner fan. He went to Stanford. He probably was you know playing on them, playing for them <laughs> yesterday. Did, and wouldn't surprise me to go sign with them tomorrow. Did he talk afterwards? I don't know because I stayed with Jerry. So when when we finished up with Jerry, by the time we got out, that's how fast the locker cleared. Was we got back and there was nobody in there. How and does so, how does this ending compare to last year? Like which one is more painful or embarrassing? The just with the mechanics, I of think everything. there's a little there's a little revisionist history on both. In that you had no shot a- after you got stopped. I think before the two minute warning, that was the end of the game. And similarly, the year before, like there was a, the whole like, wow, we should have been able to get off another play on the Dak draw. Even if you get off another play, okay, then you then you throw a hail mary that doesn't get completed and you lose. Like that's I, I don't think either game was realistic on the final drive to win it. Right. And so, to me, I, I, I kind of shrug my shoulders. In terms of which game overall was more painful, to me, it's this one. Because last year, I, we all knew how, like, physically imposing San Francisco was and that Dallas, it was one of those games where we're talking to David Helm and we're like, we'll know 10 minutes into this game if they're going to lose. And 10 minutes into the San Francisco game last year, we knew they were going to lose. This one, it was into the third quarter and you were like, they can win this. Yeah. Oh. And they just, they blew it. They did. They did. They didn't get. They didn't get the right amount of. They didn't get the play of the quarterback they needed. Uh, the defense was fine. Defense, defense was, was fine. Defense was outstanding in the first half. It, it was. It was outstanding. Uh, but then you had that. See, this end is the worst thing that could happen for us for the national shows. Like we know it was basically game over. But this is joke fodder. This is material for your Stephen A. Smiths and everyone else. Just like last year, the game was over basically, and then the way it ended just gives the national shows all the material they need. Here's McCarthy on the end. Well, I mean, it didn't really get to, it didn't get, it didn't get going. So, um, yeah, I, I really don't want to get into detail, of it, but that's obviously wasn't the plan, you know? So, um, it's obviously a, a gadget player or whatever. It's a, and it's a last play situation call that we, we practice. Uh, my other star up star downs. I thought, Man, this is why we love sports because it's the last thing that you could ever predict. The last thing that anyone would say would determine who wins this game on the road. Kelvin Joseph was going to be a hero. Anger to punt. Kicks it away. Low, very low. Grabbed by Ray Ray. McCloudy fumbled the ball. It's rolling around at the 20-yard line. Cowboys think they've got it. Vander Esch and Overton say it's the Cowboys' ball, and I've never known either of, of them to lie. <laughs> but so does Bill Vinovich, and Damone Clark comes out with the ball. There's the first real break for the Cowboys. Yep. And they only got three. They you know only, the vibe. They only got three out of it. That was painful to only capitalize with three. That that right there was your Michael Irvin crazy play that needed to happen. Something crazy needed to happen, and there it was with Kelvin Joseph of all people coming up with it, but they couldn't score six or seven. They could only get three. Uh, So star up to Kelvin Joseph, star down 
to Michael Gallup. What was that, Bobby Belt? And that may mean you could mean the game or the entire season. This was a Michael Gallup this season just didn't look like he was right. And I don't mean physically. I I just mean between the ears. I I don't know that he was ever right coming back off of that injury. And it was, you know, he had the, the one play where there was the interception and then he wasn't seen again until that deep pass in the fourth quarter. That was it. And those were the only two tar or he had three targets in the game. Is that the pass that was fun. behind him? Which one? The deep one. The one where he was, yeah, was turning over or yeah, whatever. It was the and, one that Dak completely missed. Completely missed. Awful. That was that was the other chance. Yeah. That like, was that, yeah. that was the chance towards the end, and Dak was basically throwing an out route. And Michael Gallup had a step. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He had a step. It was an awful throw. And that was that was your last gasp. Like it, that uh, was really the true last gasp. Like if Dak's on target with that, I mean, how differently you look at Gallup's game. Like quite well, a bit. Well, yeah, he'd have one catch. He'd have one catch. I know, but like <laughs> it'd be a big play. Like a huge play. There's been something like since Gallup entered the league, there's I think it's fifty-five players have been targeted at least three hundred and fifty times. And he has the worst catch percentage of it, of those 55 players. Zeros across the board except for three targets. Yeah. He got blanked. Nothing from T.Y. Uh, Amari Cooper's trending this morning. It was the fir- it was basically the first completion of the game. Yeah, he had the one. Ca- he, he had the first catch of the game. And the overhead views, very, you know, it's easy to do this stuff, right? On every throw, you could do it. The play where Dak was trying to find Lamb again with Warner in coverage. They went and found T.Y. like running wide open oh. down the middle of the seam. Oh, the the the, the one where C.D. was behind the linebacker. It was the line, linebacker yeah, on C.D. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, uh, that that was T.Y.'s only other sighting of the entire game. But the reason that Amari Cooper is trending is because people people are observing the lack of like it felt when Pollard was gone. That was your offense. It was C.D. Lamb on dump offs and nothing else. Nothing. Zip zero. Yeah. Period. I mean, CD had a game. Like uh, that's uh, I he, mean, he, he played tough, man. Yeah, he had a really good game. Like, they were trying to punish him. Uh-huh. They were trying they to were. hurt him. They were. They absolutely were. Um, you know, so so CD is is absolutely a legit number 1. Yes. Like there's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. But yeah, I mean, Amari Cooper would have helped. There's no doubt about it. Although actually I shouldn't say that. He wouldn't have. It's a road game. <laughs> Stop it. Eight, he would have se- showed up. 877-881-1053. Uh, I, I got a star down. This is another play that I'm confused over, and it looked like it could have been a kickoff return to the house. Gold's kick to Turpin. Catches it going to his left at the goal line, out to the 10. 15-20. Beat a man, got a block. He backed into the kicker. He did. At the 43-yard line. What is he doing? If he cuts right, I mean, I thought I was ready to say it's a touchdown. I mean, when he got to the 30, I said, this is a touchdown. He's getting a block on the right side, and he cuts right back up into the kicker. And and he tried to. C.J. Goodwin's getting him a block over there on the right side. Really good block from Gifford. Then Goodwin gets the block you're talking about. I mean, far be it from me. I'm not, never returned a kick in my life, but wow. I, I thought, oh, he's going to go right, and he's gone. I, I, I am totally with you. I don't know what the hell he was doing I there. Think this is perfect to have Bobby there in the press box with the overhead view. It looked like he spun back to the middle of the field where there was some traffic. We were all watching it and starting to like, oh, he's got it, and then he spins into it, and everybody collectively went like, what is he doing? 
Like it was, I mean, I don't know what it is. This is all season to be honest. And, and look, he's been really good for them as a return guy. Well, you know, for the first 10, like with the first 10 defenders on there, he's really good. And then with the 11th defender, he turns into Trent Richardson vision. And I don't, I don't have a clue why that's it. He's 11th. That's his nickname because the 11th guy is always tackling him. He's, he's never getting past him. The, uh, oh, yeah. One of the Twitter accounts that always hits us up at not to be trite says Turpin closes his eyes when he runs and he does. He closes his eyes when he runs. I just, I can't, I don't know how the hell, like, like seriously, he literally spun and backed into him. Like he, he was trying to dance with him. He was, he was, you know. Throwing that butt in a circle, as the song would say. How many times have we did we see him do this this year? Hold up, like this close. Oh, like oh, about to. I mean, was, I don't was, think we should criticize. No, him. I like, like like he's. I mean, he's he's giving you production and explosiveness in the return game. Okay, he's not he's not breaking the final piece of it. Uh, but I mean, yesterday that was a that was a good game from him. Sure, it was a really nice return game. there. But I mean, like I think it he had another return. I feel like earlier. Uh, I think he I had one that was okay. Over. He had another one also that got him swamped at like the seventeen, though. I think in the fourth quarter. But he's, I mean, in general, I mean, he's a pro bowler. And you just give it uh, to him. Yeah, but I mean, like it, it is one of those things where listen to me. What they're not going, you're not going to have a better return season from someone that you you had or that you're going to have next year. You're like you're being a little bit. I think you're being. No, I mean, well, I mean, part of me is also like highly, like acutely aware of how close he got, how many different times because of Jared Sandler. That's part of it. Oh, the bet you lost. Yeah, yeah. Turpin that's had a- four for one twenty with the long of forty four. He had eighty other yards in returns besides that one. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's like twenty six a return or whatever it is, which is okay. But I mean, like the whole point is like. How many times he was incredibly close all year? Now, like I said, he was a good returner. I'm not like that frustrated with that. It's just it's it's, ir- it's annoying that there were probably like five times this year where he was close to getting a touchdown if he just doesn't bizarrely turn into a kicker or something. Tell me the reactions that everybody had during the ride of Brett Maher, the Brett Maher ride at Six Flags and. I know that, you know, Bobby calls me out for teasing too many things and not delivering. Finally, (laughs) RJ versus the mayor when it comes to number four and Dak Prescott's play. Plus, Dan Orlovsky is trying to, like, jump on the show. Uh, That's not going to happen. They're torturing Bobby in the press box in San Francisco. A dreary, dreary, frustrating Cowboys Monday continuing right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.